Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Hey, hey, Sky community. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you join me. I am just thrilled that so many people are listening to the podcast now. Thank you so much. Um, I thank you to all of the people who have sent thank you letters, like handwritten thank you letters. I love getting a good handwritten thank you letter. I had a patient send me a thank you letter saying, thank you so much for the care you provided. You're the best doctor ever. Thank you for making me feel like a friend and not just a patient. Surgery was really scary, but you helped it seem less so. Oh my goodness. We need more doctors like you. Thank you so much, Miranda. And a medical student sent me a thank you card saying, thank you for an amazing rotation experience. You taught me so much more than just gynecology from social media to podcasting to puberty classes. You truly do it all. You're an inspiration, not only to female physicians, but to women everywhere. You are the embodiment of knowing your worth and chasing your dreams. Oh my gosh, I am blushing and also want to cry. This is so good. And um, about the puberty classes, one of our moms who attended, thank you so much, Heather, um, sent us a thank you note saying that she really felt that the, that the class helped strengthen her bond and trust with her daughter. Oh, so exciting. All right. So I wanted to talk with you guys today about what to do when you've got uh, an itchy vulva or vagina, uh, when you have symptoms and you don't know what to do, or you're struggling with some persistent bacterial vaginosis that's really driving you crazy. Let's talk about symptoms, treatment, and recurrent options. Uh, we have a blog post on this on the website. If you prefer to get your media written, you can go check it out on the blog at skywomenshealth.com slash blog. So today we're talking about BV, which is the most common uh, type of uh, vaginal infection that we see in the office. Um, interesting enough, you might be surprised to know that a large majority of women who have BV actually may not have any symptoms at all. But what is bacterial vaginosis anyways? It is really a dysbiosis. So there's an imbalance in the natural bacteria that resides in the vagina. The normal bacteria is usually lactobacilla. This is hydrogen peroxide and lactic acid producing species. And BB results in an overgrowth of anaerobic bacteria. So we have this imbalance and we get this uh, formation of a polymicrobial biofilm on the vaginal epithelial cells. And what does this cause? Thin, white, gray, vaginal discharge, pain, itching, burning in the vagina, pain with urination, a strong fish-like odor, especially with sex, itching around the outside of the vagina. Just really, nobody wants to be bothered by their lady parts. And this is, I mean, I've seen this at least six times this week. Bacterial vaginosis can be influenced by several factors. Douching, say no to douching, never douche. The vagina is a self-cleaning oven, okay, ladies? Um, having multiple sex partners, new sex partners, lack of condom use, 
uh, hormonal changes such as pregnancy, starting your period, menopause, HSV2 infections, so herpes virus, uh, male circumcision has actually been shown to reduce the risk of BV in women, which is interesting though, because we're not certain that it's actually an STI, it, you know, treating the sex partner doesn't seem to reduce the recurrence, yet you're at increased risk for HIV and other things whenever you have BV. So it's, it's really curious. I feel like we're going to learn a lot more about this in the next decade, but um, how do we diagnose this? So there are several methods to diagnose it. I mean, there's ANSEL criteria and there's a Nugent score and, you know, I will not bore you with the fact that, you know, we used to look at the discharge, look into the microscope, um, test the pH of the vagina and um, add a little KOH and do a whiff test. Yes, a whiff test. Now what I do more often than not is an NAAT, which is a nucleic acid amplification test. It has a high specificity and sensitivity for BV and I get the results back in less than 24 hours. So I like that um, consistent reliability and the fact that it can be collected by myself, by my nurse, by the patient. The swab just simply goes in the vagina and um, is sent off to the lab. And you may have heard this called Aptima or new swab or one swab. These are the common FDA cleared assays. Okay. Let's talk about treatment options if you do have bacterial vaginosis. Oh, also about testing. And we, we mentioned earlier that um, oftentimes women who have bacterial vaginosis actually may have no symptoms whatsoever. So this is why I like to test my patients before hysterectomy, before hysteroscopy, because of the potential for increased infections um, at the vaginal cough or within the uterus after the procedure if we haven't taken care of that bacterial vaginosis. So what are our treatment options? So the recommended regimen according to the CDC is metronidazole, flagell, 500 milligrams twice a day for seven days. But how many of you have heard that your doctor or the pharmacist tell you that you cannot consume alcohol during metronidazole treatment? This is actually reported based on lab studies. There's no in vitro studies, animal models reported any adverse effects. Um, and so looking at the fact that uh, we have clinical studies providing convincing evidence of a disulfurum-like interaction between alcohol and metronidazole, the previous warning against simultaneous use of alcohol and metronidazole was based on laboratory experiments and individual case studies in which the reported reactions were equally likely to have been caused by alcohol alone or adverse effects from metronidazole. So the recommendation, according to the CDC, is no longer there. So refraining from alcohol use while taking metronidazole or tenidazole is actually unnecessary. Okay. Metronidazole gel that you can use intravaginally, 0.75% gel intravaginally once a day for five days. Or clindamycin cream, 2% cream that you use one applicator full intravaginally at bedtime for seven days. 
Now the clindamycin cream is oil-based and might weaken latex condoms and diaphragms for five days um, after use. So you wanna be mindful of that. Of course, if you have this, if you're symptomatic and you have vitivaginal itching and burning, you may um, enjoy the reprieve from penis and vagina sex. Let me silence that. Okay. Um, alternative regimens are clindamycin 300 milligrams twice a day, by mouth twice a day for seven days. And there's clindamycin ovules 100 milligrams intravaginally once at bedtime for three days. There's secnitazole, which is a two gram oral granules in a single dose. Tinidazole, two gram oral um, once daily for two days or you can do tinidazole one gram orally once daily for five days. So we definitely have some options for treatment. So it's not necessarily a one and done, it's metronidazole only, although metronidazole is typically my go-to. Now, recurrent BB can be really challenging. There are alternative management options like we just talked about, but for women who have multiple recurrences, Treatments such as intravaginal boric acid may be appropriate, suppressive therapy with metronidazole gel, and even monthly oral uh, metronidazole with fluconazole have been explored as potential solutions. There's research into biofilm disrupting agents that's ongoing. And I can't help but mention vaginal estrogen for perimenopausal menopausal women because it helps to preserve the vaginal pH and can help to reduce urinary tract infections and um, other infections such as BV. So follow-up uh, visits are typically unnecessary if the symptoms resolve, but if there's persistent or recurrent BV, um, then obviously we wanna get evaluated and decide on the right treatment option for you specific to you and your needs. And sometimes it's a little bit of trial and error. I mean, I know it can be so incredibly frustrating to patients who feel like every time they turn around, they're getting this. Um, and the regimens can be really different. You know, you could do um, just as a for instance, you know, you could do a um, suppressive therapy of the 0.75 metronidazole gel twice a week for four to six months. You could do boric acid 600 milligrams daily for 21 days. I mean, there's just all kinds of options to try it out to try to reduce that. Um, resistance. <clears throat> High-dose vitamin D supplementation has not been determined to decrease BV recurrence in randomized controlled trials, and it's not recommended. So if you've ever heard that for BV, it's not proven. So I mentioned just earlier about the management of sex partners and the fact that um, treating a male sex partner um, with someone who has recurrent BV didn't um, find that it reduced BV recurrence. So I know that that is um, kind of confusing as well, right? It's a little bit confusing. So bacterial vaginosis is a common condition that can have significant impact on women's health regarding uh, recognizing the symptoms, seeking treatment, and understanding risk factors can help manage BV effectively. Um, the other um, thing that we didn't talk about is that um, 
treatment is important because it can cause a number of things like increased risk of sexually transmitted infections, um, preterm labor, and things of that nature. So very important that we get treated. If you re experience recurrent BB, there are alternative regimens to explore. As always, consult with your healthcare professional for the best advice and guidance on managing your particular situation. Until next week, be well. All right, Sky community, thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.